All right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, we are finishing up DC Week with DC's newest superhero, Shazam. It's actually a really old superhero, but newest superhero movie. Yeah. Uh, With me again is Chad Clinton Freeman. This is a follow-up to uh, the Superman the Movie episode we did earlier this week. And uh, Shazam is doing awesome in the box office, but it's definitely a smaller superhero movie. This is not like the Batman v Superman. It's not Wonder Woman, and it's not any of the Marvel movies, quite frankly. Um, But it is a lot of fun, and it's a... Uh, it's a it's a different tone for for one of these movies, especially a DC movie, but really superhero movies in general. There's not a lot that are this uh, silly and fun, really, when it comes down to it. So it was a lot of fun to uh, talk about. So before we do get into that conversation, though, I want to remind you, as always, to please make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice, and uh, you know follow us on social media at PiecingPod. I'll tell you a bunch of other things to do after the conversation. So for now, why don't we get into it? So, everybody, welcome to our second DC movie of the week. We're talking about Shazam, and with me, of course, is Chad Clinton Freeman. Chad, how you doing? (laughs) I'm doing great. Yeah, um, exciting week here on the podcast. with the uh, DC movies. Um, definitely uh, had to have me here for uh, both episodes. I, I'm super it. excited for that. <laughs> well, yeah, I, uh, I, I have been looking forward to this one. I, it, this was a movie that I thought could really, really go either way. And uh, it, it looked like it could very well be terrible or be really, really fun. <laughs> um, I will get into it as we continue as right, to what right. I thought of it. Um, but I did get to see it the other day. You just got to see it today, and mm-hmm. we know DC movies are a big deal for you, my friend, right. and so <laughs> I'm glad to have you here. Um, we will, at the end of the episode, talk a little bit about the overall DC cinematic universe, but right now, let's jump into Shazam, and uh, what do you got for your first puzzle piece? All right, so first puzzle piece... Um, I thought about this for a bit because, you know, there's one that's kind of obvious. Uh, I'm not going to jump into that one right off the bat. This one, it, more I thought about it, it became obvious. But uh, Teen Wolf, the Michael J. Fox movie uh, from the 80s, mm-hmm. um, that is my first puzzle piece. I mean, this is very much Teen Wolf uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, you've got the, you know, the, the kid that learns that he has this power. And then uh, he, he kind of goes to his head a little bit. And it's it's more of like, what can he get out of this as opposed to what good can he do with it? Or how can I help the people uh, that are in my life? Mm. And so it's very much in line with with Teen Wolf in that regard. Um, You know, Michael J. Fox's character uh, becomes this wolf and then he, he becomes basically this this sellout because he's he becomes really, really cool and popular and all the, the popular kids are like, oh, yeah, that's my buddy or whatever. And then he's really good at basketball. And then, of course, he learns this lesson that, you know, uh, it's 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 not just all about that. And then he, at the end of the day, he ends up choosing, you know, the girl that was his friend all along, as opposed to the hot girl who just wanted him because he was cool. And he was, you know, really good at basketball when he was a wolf. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of similarities in, in some regards. 
with this movie. And I thought that it fit really well also because um, this movie uh, tonally just feels like an 80s movie in a lot of ways. It, does. it really it really does. Um, uh, just uh, right off the bat, we are going to discuss a little, uh, you know, more and more about what we think about it. But I think tonally, I think they they hit it like perfectly as far as a superhero movie that kind of pleases both the people that are into, you know, uh, the dark uh, elements as well as being kid friendly as well as being funny. I think it just, it, it nails all of that. Uh, to me, this is the best as far as hitting all of those things um, and, and doing it well. So uh, for me, I, I thought this was a lot of fun and that was the standout as far as like, like I said, it's like an eighties movie in, in, in much regards to that. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. It definitely has that, that funness of the eighties and what a lot of my puzzle pieces are going to get into that as well. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I do want to say, uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to save this for later or just get it out of the way now. I might as well just get it out of the way now. Um, I would have liked this movie a lot more if it had committed to that, I think, um, I, I think that while it, when it does it, it does it really well. I, I wish that it, it focused more on, uh, his journey to being a superhero and not about his superhero journey. Once he is a superhero, I, I wish that that was almost like the sequel. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I wish that this was more about him learning to be, uh, learning to be Shazam and uh, like learning what that means and all that kind of stuff. I, I felt once we got into the, uh, you know, the meat and potatoes of the, the actual plot and like actually fighting Mark Strong's, you know, uh, character, that's when the, the wheels kind of fell off for me a little bit. Mm, okay. And all yeah. those crazy demons, which I'm sure we'll be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So. But yeah, uh, I totally agree though. It definitely has a lot of 80s energy and right. uh, I, you know, I might as well jump right in with a puzzle piece just to continue on that. And that is probably the most obvious one. I don't know if it's the one you were uh, going to mention there. I'm sure it is. <laughs> big. Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Which, yes. you know, of course there's, there's been lots of body switching movies over the years. Um, but the, you know, the, the classic and the one that this most resembles is uh, a superhero version of big. Um, right. and we even get, you know, a total on the nose right. reference with the floor pianos. Right. Um, but yeah, no, and, and this, it, it definitely, like I said, as, as much as I have some gripes about where the story eventually heads, um, it, when it is trying to capture that vibe, it is capturing it pretty perfectly. And it's, it's got that really fun feeling of it you know it gets that awkwardness of a kid in an adult body and the things that the right. things that change in that that fantastical situation right yeah definitely um yeah so this, yeah big was the one i was uh, uh referencing uh and i was never a fan of big i i, I don't like tom hanks I, I never did like tom hanks and uh if i went back and watched big now i'd probably like it even less because i like tom hanks <laughs> even less now uh but uh yeah i i thought the uh the the fact that they did put the the total on the nose reference to big in here uh i i i laughed at that scene i i thought that was brilliant i'm glad that they didn't use that in in, in the trailers they didn't in any of the trailers i had seen there were a lot of things right, that i right. thought were really really smart that they kept out of the trailers um yeah. and that that was one of them which they could have easily you know 
did. And everybody caught that without any of that in there. And that the fact that it was in there just really, um, you know, for me made it great. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, and like, like we both have just been saying, I mean, it, what, you know, it, D, DC is obviously, you know, for these last few movies, they are, they're trying to do the whole course correction thing, like it or not for better or worse. But, um, you know, they certainly went all out with the fun in this one. And, and, and th those kind of eighties movies are just straight fun. So, I mean, it's certainly a good blueprint right. to uh, go for. Well, well, yeah, exactly. And, and that's the, that's the neat thing because, you know, we were just talking about this in the Superman episode. This is very much in line with, with Superman, the movie, which would definitely be a puzzle piece for me because, uh, this movie does a lot of things and crams a lot of different movies into one. And uh, some people might not like that, that it doesn't really, uh, you know, stick to one or the other. But I really like that about it. Uh, and it just in a lot of ways, the way that the Superman movie did that. Um, and mm -hmm. um, I think we talked about, you know, Ghostbusters. We talked about uh those sort of movies that came later in the eighties. And that's what I thought of in watching this one too, is that uh, what, what this one did though, that was very much like Ghostbusters, uh, which I guess that'll be my next puzzle piece uh, All right. is uh, that it is a dark movie. It's a very, this is a very dark movie. It just is funny. That's yeah. the thing. It, exactly. it, it is, it does dark very well. It does dark in in the way that like Ghostbusters did, where you've got these, you know, uh, could be scary to, you know, uh, younger kids type uh, uh, of elements. But then it's funny and it's lighthearted. So, um, again, that 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 just it worked really well. It's the darkness of, uh, you know, a lot of the DC movies already without the seriousness. And then. It isn't, it doesn't, for me, it didn't go into to hammy, corny territory like Aquaman, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it was still, it, it captured the fun and the innocence and the, the, the nativity, na the, naivety. Yeah, that's the word. I'm <laughs> not, not, uh, although that Christmas is in this, uh, I was not talking about the uh, uh, nativity scenes. Um, uh, it, it captures that spirit, it, which which I think the '80s movies did so well. So it's really interesting that uh, this this director David Sandberg, um, he came from Annabelle Creation and right. Lights Out, which I don't right. think were very. I, I don't I don't think I ever watched uh, Lights Out, but I don't recall Annabelle Creation being very funny. No, no, no. Um, that, that those are not funny at all. I do like both of those movies, uh -huh. um, and uh, he's he's obviously good at what he does. He knows what he's doing. So I think this yeah. is his best movie. Uh, I enjoyed both of those. I don't love either one of his his other movies but I, I like them both but yeah he he definitely knows dark and yeah. and i think dark and 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 funny i think i think he he's a good uh at, at, at taking those and pairing them together yeah a friend of the show uh jason harris asked if it would be suitable to bring his daughter to and i was like well there are a lot of faces that crumble so <laughs> i don't that that could be a little scary <laughs> right <laughs> so uh i'm i'm gonna keep it in the 80s with my right. next puzzle mm -hmm. piece and uh that 
would be the Goonies. Yes, um, <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so, I mean, this is a total kids' adventure movie, right. and kids' adventure movie with high stakes, where there, right. there are scares, there's, there are, uh, you know, real serious danger, and... You know, nowadays kids' movies aren't really like that. Like usually, they they may have danger, but it's like crazy, ridiculous, silly danger. Whereas, whereas this is like actually like kind of creepy, kind of scary danger. Right, <laughs> but, right. But but it's filled with lots of fun kids that are all laughing and having a good time in the in the in the thick of it. And you know, I think that. And I wasn't going to use these as puzzle pieces, but I guess they kind of go along with it. But uh, Stranger Things or or the recent It movie both right. kind of had that as well, you know. Which which that's the thing. Uh, uh, the 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 kid in this is from the It movie. Uh, the, oh, that's uh, right. The, yeah, the kid that plays Freddy. He was actually in uh, It. Um, but yeah, no, that I, I, it does. It captures that 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 vibe, uh, like those movies, like well, like Stranger Things, and then also like it. It definitely does, um, yeah. and, uh, and 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 in a different way than the It movie did. The It movie really, uh, you know, got into the the like almost like dark side of that, uh, you know, young teenager area this one it's more the the fun side and it doesn't uh you know veer too too far into like the 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 dark uh, you know they they use like the strip club for a couple of laughs but yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not like uh I, I don't know it's it's still very innocent you know yeah absolutely very absolutely very innocent it's a movie that totally celebrates that too it celebrates that that whole innocence of youth and 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 just and just seeing the fun and everything, even, uh, you know, in the face of like crazy danger. <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so yeah. And I mean, and along those same lines, cause what, what, uh, other, just a couple of quick ones though, that I thought of, uh, you know, I mean, gremlins to me came to mind, uh, mm. cause gremlins, uh, also had that, uh, that had that, like scary factor but also fun factor um sure. and that's what this does really well and then home alone the, mainly because of the the christmas elements um in many ways i wish that this one would have really gone all in with the christmas it, it does it sometimes uh, mm. i almost wish though that, that they would have made this a christmas movie and then released it you know like in early december because I, I i i really liked the elements that they had there it was so close to actually being a christmas movie as opposed to a movie that's you know around christmas time and you know what i mean it's very very close there um, yeah, sure. Yeah, and, this uh, could this could have been the Christmas movie, and Aquaman could have been the summer movie. We all could have went to the beach. And everything, exactly, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, so I mean, I, I, Home Alone. I, I definitely just and, and every it, like Christmas for me, Home Alone and and, and Gremlins, uh, two two movies I love to rewatch every year. And I, I feel like that this one was very very close to being one of those movies where it was like, oh, you could just watch it every year at Christmas time. Um, instead, is one maybe you know every other year or every two or three years instead of every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that war on Christmas. I don't get it anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, was that your next puzzle piece? The, those two? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so then I will move on to my next one. 
I might as well get my my last '80s one out of the way here, and that would be uh, the Indiana Jones series. Mm. And uh, you know, we've talked about this on the show before, but I mean, whenever you've got that kind of uh, that mystical adventure type stuff. And you've got people running and, you know, things crumbling and, you know, you always kind of get that Indiana Jones feel and, uh, you know, everything with the wizard, uh, you know, and, and his lair and all that stuff totally had that kind of a feeling to it. And, uh, you know, it's just, again, you know, something we've already been talking about, but, but that, that mix of fun with, with actual, you know, kind of scares, you know, actual high stakes scares and like, oh, this is this is, uh, you know, it's at its core a kids movie, but it's also dangerous, you know. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, well, I, I, I got two here though that I was gonna kind of go, goes along with that, um, mm-hmm. and uh, these are two that I liked. A lot of people didn't like, but I kind of see like this movie kind of paired what those were doing and did it better. And one is uh, the Dark Tower because the Dark Tower, you know, of course, very serious mm-hmm. movie, but you had the, like that alternate world that, you know, like not everybody knew about that was kind of hidden. And then it just kind of opens up and you've got the kid in there and like these, uh, you know, again, it, it, these high stake, uh, uh, you know, uh, elements going on, this adventure. Um, and then at the same time, the house with the clock in the walls, which mm. had the scary elements, but also was in a very fun way. But of course, went for me uh, too far. It veered in too far to like. Uh, kid fun and and became more like corny and hammy, you know, in a, uh, you know, uh, just like f- fart jokes, basically. And so, <laughs> you know, this one didn't do that. And so uh, I think it, 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 it kind of combined what both of the, those movies were doing and de- did it in a, in, in a better way, basically. Sure, sure. It's funny you bring up the the house with the clock and its walls. Not only because we almost did an episode on it a long, <laughs> long time ago, but uh, I I had in my notes and I, I couldn't quite think of a good uh, movie for it. But uh, a, a movie where the the heroes are kids who are yelling a lot, um, <laughs> and, which was something I I had thought of back when we were doing that. We were going to do that episode right. too. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't really have a good example of it. But hey, that that's a perfect <laughs> example of it. <laughs> Kids sure do love yelling. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I've learned from the movies these last couple of years. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is that the, the, this movie, uh, when I saw it, was just like two other people in the in the audience. This is a movie that I think if you saw with like a packed house that was kids, the kids will be like uh, yelling the whole time in the theater too, you know? <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I like, can see that. Like, like Jumanji are, uh, you know... Uh, uh, or like the, the 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 recent Michael Bay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle series, which I did see with packed houses with get lots of kids, and you yeah. hear a lot of "Oh, awesome!" and things like that. So <laughs> I could just hear that without even anybody being there at my screening of Shazam. I'm glad that somebody other than us liked those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, and... the kids that I saw those movies with, they love those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. So. Well, that is a perfect uh, segue to my next puzzle piece, mm-hmm. because my next puzzle piece is 
those new Michael Bay teenage <laughs> Ninja Turtle movies. Nice. Um, yeah, but the the reason for me is the uh, the demon monsters in this mm. movie, which mm. totally seemed like design wise right out of those movies. Right. Um, now I'm very mixed on this. Uh, this is definitely one of the elements I'm mixed on. As you know, I love monsters in movies, right. and I was kind of like cracking up and like kind of loving it when they were on screen because they are just so ridiculous and so monstery, and mm -hmm. and their design is like like really over the top. I mean, with all the the, right. the muscles and the right, mouths right. and the teeth, and <laughs> but um, at the same time, they didn't look like they inhabited the same space as the kids at all. Like. Right. It was like pretty, pretty bad. Like I was shockingly bad what they looked like. Um, but you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm down for a monster. <laughs> however, I could get them, and we got eight of them, or however many of them there were. Seven. Eight, eight of seven. Eight, seven. Okay, seven, <laughs> seven deadly sins. That's seven right. Seven deadly right. sins. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, they they were certainly, uh, certainly an interesting choice, and you know, they 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 do kind of uh, add into what I was saying earlier about how like you know i kind of wish this was more of a movie just about that that learning to be a superhero not not like having to defeat seven demons seven right. gigantic demons who could destroy everything all at right, once right. um but uh but they're i don't know they're pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm so torn on monsters yeah i i i, I enjoyed them uh i uh in many ways almost uh, there there were a number of things that made me think of uh you know past dc movies and the the those monsters were definitely one of them that made me think of uh batman v, v superman and of course doomsday uh and it was almost it like neck. it was almost like it was like like making fun of doomsday in a way is how i took it you know what i mean it's almost yeah. like a, a a playful like um like oh you thought you you, you know you thought that was uh because some people hated doomsday i loved doomsday uh, uh -huh. but it was almost like it was like oh you you thought that was over the top well here look at these guys and yeah and and, and yeah almost in that uh like uh teenage mutant ninja turtle kind of way where it's it, it almost it doesn't quite veer off that far, but almost that it veers off so that it's like it's like is this like supposed to be silly? Is this supposed to be like serious or, right, or right. you know? It's so in this weird like area, uh, but in that regard, I mean, I I I liked it. I I thought it worked, uh, and and especially like you know uh he he first thinks oh oh i'm 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 going to you know beat these demons ass and then he just comes flying at one of them and he just like flies through it and it you know it like disappears and he uh -huh. does absolutely nothing and i was just <laughs> like i i don't know i i thought that was great i i uh <laughs> i was yeah, that was a pretty great monsters that was great yeah that was really funny when that happened and uh yeah and i i'm 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 glad they did use a little restraint though cuz i could have totally seen them like like again, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles style, like eating pizza and farting and burping and stuff. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Like right. this movie was like one step away from going there. It know? it was, and that's the thing is, I think I think that's what really like what saves this movie, or at least what what helps that balance is that it is it's it's very one step away from fart jokes, uh, mm -hmm. and they don't go there. And so I, I think that's why they, for me, it really, 
uh, holds holds the balance of of all of the the darkness with the kittiness, and and it works really well. Um, it, yeah, it is so so close to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you got for your next puzzle piece? Um, well. I, I, I stick with what, where we're at here. We're talking about the the you know the these demons or or whatever they are exactly, but that and then just also in general, just the whole darkness of this movie. I mean, the the opening scene of this, which I thought was really great, uh, and um, it's very dark overall. I mean, just like like out of a different movie almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I feel like that in many ways, this movie with balancing that within also with the, with the, the fun and the humor is a lot like the Hellboy movies, um, mm. both Hellboy one and two. I thought of both of them, uh, specifically Hellboy two at some parts, because, uh, the, the, the whole world, you know, of, uh, Shazam and the, and the wizard and how, um, there was basically um, a, a, somebody who in the past had, uh, you know, taken on that responsibility and then they re- they unleashed all of this evil upon the world. Right. Um, that reminded me a lot of uh, Hellboy 2 with just the whole backstory there with, um, you know, the, 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 the battle uh, between, you know, the... Uh, I can't even remember. It was like the golden army or something. And I think that's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, just, just, just the, the fact that you had these like two parallel universes and you had like this, uh, like war between, uh, uh these elements that we as everyday people know nothing of and have never seen, but it's, it has like this long, long history of uh, good and evil. Uh, and, and again, like just that, that, that world is there and we just don't see it. Uh, a lot of that just for me felt very Hellboy. And then also the fact, like I said, that they, they have these, uh, you know, it's very dark. You've got these, these interesting creatures, and all of these dark elements. And then you've got your superhero who is basically, you know, a overgrown kid. And it's very much like Hellboy. So uh, I, I was reminded of both of those. I, th- I, I think the, the mix is, is very close to the way those movies worked. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I think, and especially looking at those demons, I mean, again, right. like, you're, you know, and of course, you know, Guillermo del Toro does much better demon right, design right, than right. anybody in the business. But right. I mean, I, I'm assuming that if we go see uh, the new Hellboy this weekend, it's probably going to look like these creatures. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. Rest yeah. in peace to the new Hellboy. But, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's a good one. Uh, so yeah, you know what? Uh, taking it out of the eighties and moving into comic books like you just did. Uh, I'm going to do another comic book movie and that is kick-ass. Mm. A movie we have talked about on the show before plenty of times, but, uh, you know, in, in, in Shazam, we're also kind of dealing with that whole meta superhero right. world where superheroes do exist mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, people who are fans of superheroes becoming superheroes. And then of course, uh, testing their abilities and posting them on YouTube, right. <laughs> which is, uh, which is, uh, something that's, you know, we, we, we've, we've seen it before. I think kick-ass was probably the first time I've seen it. Um, 
but uh, yeah, they, they they do it again here, and, they, and you know it's a very similar kind of a gag, right. uh, but but it works really well. You know, it's funny. It's funny seeing them uh, really try to push their limits and see what they can and can't do as a superhero. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, no, I, I I very much uh, enjoyed the uh, the meta side of this film. Uh, I mean, it, it, the. One of the fun things about this is it, it really revels in the the DC fandom. I mean, you've got yeah. a, a kid who uh, loves Superman. He's like always wearing a Superman shirt or a Superman hat. Uh, he has a, a bullet uh, that uh, you know uh, hits Superman. Uh, all of those those elements. The, the 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 fact that he had the batarang and then it comes in mm-hmm. later. I mean, I loved all of that. And and yeah, you're right. As far as like uh, you know meta uh, superhero movies. Um, uh, Kick-Ass was probably the, 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 the one that where the, you had a world where superheroes did exist and you had people becoming superheroes. I, I, I would think I would uh, have to agree with you on that, that that was probably the, the first one. And, uh, and definitely, uh, very, very much in, in line with this one. Uh, and of, of course that one also was one that was, that's a dark movie. That's fun, fun in a, a different way and not right, quite right. as, 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 as kid friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, definitely. I, I think that, you know, uh, you know, that kids were sneaking in to see it anyway. Though. Oh, <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you got for your uh, next puzzle piece? Um, well, let's see. I, I would say the 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 Power Rangers reboot movie. You know, um, mm. I um, uh, this one reminded me of that one in a lot of ways. I mean, especially toward the end when you get all of the the you know the the kids from the group home that uh, they all have the Shazam power and they all turn. Um, mm. What I thought was really cool, though, uh, about this one is I thought they did a really good job of actually keeping the kids' personalities when obviously, you know, it's a, an adult playing the kid. Um, sure. But, uh, but yeah, that just was very uh, 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 Power Rangers to me. I think also that Power Rangers movie, uh, again, I don't think a lot of people liked it. I, I did like it a lot. I thought it was really fun. I think I this one, too. this one is, is, is a lot of fun. Like that one was, um, that one, it, it, the, the, um, you know, the, the villain was evil, but also she was fun in her own way. And I, I think, mm. The villain in here, Mark Strong, I think he he's not necessarily fun, but I think he, he hams it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. He he definitely mm. hams it up, and uh, yeah, he's he's great. I, I I was trying to think if if Mark Strong had ever done like a villain like this before, and I couldn't think of anything. But uh, he's definitely he's great in this role. He is. Yeah, he, he's he's so he's so like just. I don't know. He he's just got such charisma, this guy, and you know everything he's in. He really he really brings it a hundred percent. And you know, one thing I do want to say though about that that ending, um, and with with all the kids uh, turning right. into their 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 own uh, grown up superheroes, I wish this movie. I mean, I guess it's a budget thing, but I wish this movie had enough money for. I mean, obviously, uh, Adam Brody was Freddy uh, grown up. Uh, but I didn't recognize any of the other actors that were the the kids grown up. Um, right. I wish that some yeah. of them, even like 
TV actors that maybe we've seen from some TV shows. Right, 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 I just right. wish that they were cameos where it's like, oh, look who they got for that one. Oh, look who they got for that right, one. Right, right. That would have been that would have added to it instead of. I mean, I didn't recognize a single one of the other actors. Adam Brody, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I didn't either. Yeah, that no, that definitely would have been uh, would have been funny, uh, especially like uh, you know, it, 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 it seems like that. Uh, if I remember right, didn't like Matt Damon like pop up in like the Thor Ragnarok movie or something? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it would have been like somebody like him pop up in there as like oh, one of totally. the more older kids, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, right on. I, uh, what do I got here? Do I even have any more puzzle pieces? Uh, well, I, I've got one more, and then I got you know one that I, I didn't really have a good example for and maybe i'll bring that one up first maybe you've got one for it but it was you know basically like uh you know a movie that takes its inspiration from you know foster care you know mm-hmm. and and like all, all the all the kids uh right. you know coming together and working together on something uh, i couldn't quite think of a good example though and i know there's been so many movies like that yeah i i i i i know i i, I watched one um not that while back, I can't even think of the name of it. It was actually a uh, superhero movie. It was like one of those, uh, like uh, straight to video on demand type movies, uh, <laughs> and it was kind of uh, around the same type of uh, concept. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I was trying to think of a, a good one too, and couldn't really uh, come up with one for that either. Um, well, if any, if anybody's listening at home and you've got one for that, you know, just send us a message and let us know what puzzle piece, you know, deals with a bunch of foster care kids coming together and, uh, you know, having an adventure. Right. Yeah. So that, <laughs> and that's the thing. The, the kids were great. I, I, I love the kids, especially yeah. the, the little girl. Uh, I don't, I yeah. don't remember her name, but, uh, I loved her. And then I thought her as the superhero, I thought that that girl really captured her, her, uh, you know, spirit as well. So I, I really, oh, yeah, liked she that. did. Yeah. So, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very, very curious where they're going with a sequel on this one. Cause obviously with the end, uh, you know, the mid credit scene, they, they, well, you never know what DC, but, uh, <laughs> they're hinting at, you know, a, a sequel anyway. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I only have one more puzzle piece. You got some more. Well, yeah, I, I you know, uh, Hancock is one that I thought of. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I think Hancock in a lot of ways, because, uh, again, uh, I think it's one of those that, that, that balances, um, you know, being uh, a funny movie and also a superhero movie. And then also you've got a character who, who, uh, that's the thing about Billy is that, okay, he, he, even though you're supposed to be like pure of heart or whatever, I wouldn't say that he's necessarily like an innocent from the get go. Uh-huh. I mean, the first yeah. thing we see, <laughs> he's still in a cop car, so he's <laughs> not innocent. And it's, it kind of just reminds me also of Hancock, where Hancock is not necessarily a you know a a a, a Boy Scout, but that he's a good guy, and that he then realizes oh i've got this power and i can do good and then it's almost like that is part of making him a better person so Mm. uh and i think billy kind of goes along that same way so um 
Yeah. And, 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 you know, and, and Hancock, I thought it was a really, really fun movie too. Um, so what is with these names in superhero movies, Hancock and Billy Batson and yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and Freddie Freeman with the Freddie Freeman. I mean, <laughs> come on. What, what are these names? A Freeman what? and he likes Superman. What in the world? This is you, not real. <laughs> you know what though? I was looking at uh, IMDb and uh demon Hansu. His character's name is just Wizard. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Come up with, I mean, I guess Shazam Wizard, maybe. Well, see, that's but... that's the problem. Is is like so is yeah. So is his name Shazam? Is the superhero Shazam? Are they all Shazam? I mean, so yeah. <laughs> they, they they probably are all Shazam. That, that's probably how these well freaking Captain go. Captain Sparkle Fingers was my favorite though. As far as that is a good, that is a good name. That is a good name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I might as well go with my final puzzle piece then, and then we'll get into any more that you've got. But um, uh, I feel like this movie, uh, you know, we kind of talked about the meta elements already a little bit, but I, I feel like it, while while it is a superhero movie, it also kind of parodies a lot of yes. elements of superhero exactly. movies. So I was just going to go to the Naked Gun. Um, <laughs> although you, could, you could enter many other uh, parody, you know, right. classic parody movies. But I mean, the Naked Gun is a great, you know, cop action movie right, right. in its own right while being a parody of cop action movies. Right. And, and and so that's why I felt like that's like kind of the, the perfect spoof to go to right. uh, in, in comparing it to this. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that that's the thing. Like, I, I, I was thinking about those elements as well. And uh, I was I didn't think of any like specific movies per se, but I was just like I was like Freddie in many ways. He's almost like a character from like a I could see him in a Kevin Williamson movie, which, of mm. course, you know, he did the screen movies. And I know what you did last summer uh, yeah. or even a Kevin Smith movie. I just feel like that. Yeah, he's just very. Um, you know, he's the one mostly where you get a lot of the, I, I mean, there, there are other elements that are very meta, but he, I think, uh, of course being the, you know, the, the one that's like leading, uh, the character, Billy, le leading Billy along and then also the mm -hmm. audience along and kind of letting in, uh, in on all the jokes or whatever. Uh, sure. I, I just felt like that he kind of could have been in a screenplay from, from either one of them. Um, and not not necessarily any specific movie per se, though. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it, it also I felt the like you're saying how it just kind of jokes at comic book movies. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, there some fun was had with this, and that it it it, it kind of jabs at most of the DC movies. I feel like Suicide Squad. It's kind of jabbing at it because you know basically Suicide Squad is basically um, you know. Uh, they're supposed to be, you know, heroes and they're kind of like creating their own problem and then they have to solve that problem. And and he was doing that at one point, you know, early on, especially with the bus. Um, and of course, the bus scene, uh, the fact that it's a bus, that, that, that that's a, kind of a throwback, I feel like, to, you know, uh, Superman olden days, like the TV show and then also Man of Steel. Um, but uh, back to the the, the DC uh, kind of uh, parody type moments. I feel like I feel like Man of Steel. They kind of jab at Man of Steel. The fights that he has early on uh, with uh, you know Mark Strong's character, especially at the mall and all of that stuff. Oh, uh, sure. it, it, it's just uh, 
I, I, I think a lot of ways this one's done really, really smart and, and very, very much just having fun with itself. So. Sure. And with the universe. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. I, I'm curious if uh, if DC hadn't, you know, fall, you know, the whole universe hadn't fallen apart the way that it has, um, if they would have still, uh, you know, completely gone that direction or if they'd have toned down the humor a little bit. I, like, right. I wonder what we would have seen, but right. uh, I guess we'll never know that. But. Right, right. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing is that the way they actually did the Superman bit at the end, of, you know, a big deal was made out of that because, you know, oh, Henry uh, isn't going to play Superman and it's going to be a body double, blah, 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 blah. But I think it works the way that they did it. Um, again, like part of that, that, just funness of of the movie and and sure. also the fact that oh it's superman and and you don't you know uh, see his face or anything i i just think that that was a, a nice uh you know cap to this film it really was yeah it was like they, they uh, indie. yeah they lucked out with the way that that was like framed like it was like it was kind of perfect like you really didn't need to see his face. Like, right. You know, yeah. so it it was uh it was it was a great idea, whoever thought of it. And then and then <laughs> it and then it goes into, you know, like these drawings of Batman and the Flash, like these uh drawings that they animate a little bit and uh I I just thought that it was a really cool uh, you know, end to the film. Um uh, th- that's the thing. I mean for I, I think people that are that are that are fans of the the actual you know, movies in this universe, I think they all enjoy this movie. And then I think people that don't will enjoy it as well, because again, it's Mm -hmm. kind of just, you know, having fun with it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so did you have any more puzzle pieces? Well, I did, uh, just real quick. Let's see here. So, uh, well, I think, uh, I I was just going to say that, you know, uh, in, in a, in a sense, this movie has a, it's Martha moment. Um, just like BVS and just like Glass did, uh, the the scene where he you know meets his mother and uh, I was I was thinking in my head though that she is no Martha. She definitely is no Martha. Uh, so anyway, because I mean that's really that's the that's the moment that it like it no. all comes crashing down on him and he's like, what the hell am I doing? I've got. I've got family, you know, and I've got this superhero power. And then that it's at that point that he becomes, you know, Shazam. And then he goes and he jumps off of the roof and uh, says Shazam and takes off flying, which I love that part. Um, so, I mean, for me, that was the Martha moment. That was the moment, you know, uh, like also in glass where, uh, you know, they revealed the, uh, the whole uh, train wreck thing created the, the beast. So, mm-hmm. but I feel this movie did it so much better. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, while we're at it, uh, do you, do you want to throw Wonder Woman in so we can get all of the DC <laughs> universe puzzle pieces? <laughs> you know, I, I I don't I just just the the it does capture that you know that innocence of of Wonder Woman just the way that uh like the innocence I feel of Superman in the Superman the movie I feel this captures, you know, Billy's innocence in that way and his awe of, you know, like seeing things and learning things for the first time, both as a, 
uh, you know, a superhero and then also as an adult. So, so sure. Yeah. We could throw wonder woman. <laughs> like, well done. You know, well like, done. Uh, you, you pulled that one out. Like, the, like the wonder woman ice cream moment, you know, it's kind of that. So, or, or like the Mira eating a rose moment. An Aquaman. Come oh, on. <laughs> <laughs> the I, best part. I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh man! So does that bring us to our finished puzzle? Yeah, I think we're good there. All right, cool. Well, let's do the finished puzzle then. Then we'll get into our closing thoughts. Uh, so our finished puzzle for Shazam is Teen Wolf, Big Ghostbusters, The Goonies, Stranger Things, It. Gremlins, Home Alone, the Indiana Jones series, The Dark Tower, The House with the Clock in the Walls, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Hellboy series, Kick-Ass, Power Rangers, Hancock, The Naked Gun, Suicide Squad, Superman, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Glass, and Wonder Woman. <laughs> that nice. does it, man. Nice. We, we have made it through another entry in the DC Cinematic Universe. And, um, you know, like I had mentioned to you before we started the episode, uh, I think we should run down our rankings, uh, you know, because it'll be a little while before, what is Wonder Woman 1984, the next one? Yeah, I do believe so. Yeah. Okay, so it'll be a little while before then. So, yeah, I think this seems like a good time as any to to uh, briefly talk about our rankings of our uh, DC movies. Oh. And I, I, of course, will let you go first, and I'll just follow <laughs> it up with my, my insignificant uh, okay. thoughts. Okay. Oh, okay, so should I start from, you know, the bottom and go up? Um, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, we all know okay. what number one's going to be anyway. But yeah, start from the bottom and go up. <laughs> I, I, if anybody knows me, they probably know number one and number seven. So number uh -huh. seven for me is Aquaman. It's my least favorite. I do like it, Bastard. just don't love it. Um, too, too hammy, too corny for me. And then uh, number six is uh, Suicide Squad, which I, I like a lot. I, uh, I have problems with. Uh, I think it's a really fun movie. I would say the first 30 minutes of it are close to perfect for me. But um, it, it's, it's got issues. <laughs> um, and then actually it's actually Man of Steel because uh, a lot of people love Man of Steel. I still have not been able to love Man of Steel. Man of Steel, when it first came out, I had huge problems with, I only have grown to, 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 to love it since, uh, Batman V Superman. Um, and, uh, I, I still watch it from time to time and, uh, I think I might like it more over time, but, uh, yeah. So number four is actually Shazam. So, um, I was actually surprised right because I truthfully, um, I wasn't that excited for this movie. Uh, I, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I was worried. I think uh, it was going to be more of Aquaman, um, like the stuff I didn't like about Aquaman, but it's, it's mm -hmm. totally, totally different tonally. And I mean, it, it, it blew me away though with the, how, how it won me over with the fun of it. Nice. So, uh, and then number three, Wonder Woman. Um, it just, uh, I, I, I can't say anything bad about Wonder Woman. I, I, mm -hmm. I love Wonder Woman. Uh, but number two is Justice League. And I know how can I put that above any of the other ones? I don't know. Justice League, there's just some moments in that movie that are just perfect. There, there, there are elements of that movie that are perfect that I really, really love. Um, 
it's it's again it, it's it's not a perfect movie it, it does i do have big issues with it and of course who knows what it would have been or if if ever a you know Zack snyder cut of the movie is released what that will be i definitely yeah. would want to see that but uh yeah i i love justice league i don't care what anybody says <laughs> Good. i, I rewatch it all the time i do <laughs> and then of course number one uh is uh Batman Begins. Wait, no, it's Batman v Superman. Dawn I of cut Justice. the podcast right before you get to even say what your number one is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, people are probably shocked that Batman v Superman was number one on my list. Uh, but yeah, uh, for me, that's a perfect movie masterpiece. So there you go. All right. Well, I'm I'm going to go down my list. Mm-hmm. Um, and my I have a perfect movie masterpiece at my number one as well. <laughs> um, all right. So number seven, of course, I have no use for Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, the rest of the movies on this list, I enjoyed. You know, if not loved, I at least enjoyed. Come on now, um, Dead, Dead, Do you got to give you got to give props to Deadshot and Harley Quinn? Yeah, I mean they're fine. They're, 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 I think they they did the best they could in an otherwise just awful movie. Basically. Uh, number six uh, is Justice League, mm. which I just mm. you know I I think there are there are moments of it that are good. I'll agree with you, um, but it's just such a mess. No, it you know? is. And it's, it, it's it hard is for mess. me to look past. Well, uh, it, number it, it's funny because yeah, the the two messiest movies you definitely have at the bottom too. So yeah. <laughs> that's understandable. I can understand yeah. people that don't like uh, Suicide Squad, and I can understand the Justice League complaints as well. Right, I totally you're can right. understand. If you had Wonder Woman as one of those spots, though, I'd be like, you're crazy. You're right. No, totally. I completely agree. Um, so number five is actually Shazam. Wow. Um, which I I liked, but like I said, I just I. I wish it went in different directions. I like a lot of what it does. I just, I don't, I didn't love it. Um, Number four and number three, I almost want to make a tie, uh, but I'm going to make number four Wonder Woman and number three Man of Steel. Mm. Uh, But it's like super close. I could seriously almost call it a tie for Ah. this place. Um, and I, I, as I've, as much as I like about each as is exactly as, as much as I don't like about each, uh, it's like, yeah, I mean, they're seriously like ties. My, uh, my, Michael Shannon's really your well. tiebreaker, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good point. Um, and then number two is your favorite movie, Batman v mm. Superman, which I completely agree with you is very unfairly judged. Uh, I think that there's plenty to like in the movie. It's overstuffed. But of course it is. It's Batman versus fucking Superman. <laughs> but, but, uh, and then, uh, my, the number one is the all time greatest, uh, Aquaman, which is just, I, I, I understand that it is the stupidest movie in the world, but it is so goddamn good. I love it so much. Uh, I, I wanted to watch it a million times in my lifetime. I want to live to be a hundred just so I could watch it a lot of times. <laughs> It's so good. It's it's, it's, so a, it's a beautiful movie. It definitely is a beautiful movie. Uh, oh, man. So, good. so good! I can't wait for Aquaman two. Um, and the spinoffs. So yes, and the spin. Oh yeah, yeah! I can't wait for those two. I can't wait! I can't wait! I can't wait for the crossover movie between you know, Aquaman and the Nun. Uh, that's going to be. Oh yes, 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 yes! And throw Vin Diesel in there for some reason. 
Uh, so, Chad, you got anything you want to recommend? Uh, well, yeah, actually, well, two two things. For the first thing, though, because this this is related, I just wanted to say that uh, if if nobody's read the uh, Forbes article that Luke White Thompson wrote on Glass, go look it up and read it. It just came out this week, uh, and basically, he says that you know Glass is essentially a comedy. And uh, it is basically a, you know, very dry humor, deadpanning of Batman v Superman, which I think is, <laughs> it's kind of a brilliant way to look at it. I, I don't know. He, the article is uh, basically saying that, you know, M. Night is, uh, you know, has a very, very dry humor and mm. that he thinks this is hilarious. I don't know. I don't know. I, I did not watch the movie that way thinking that I might have a different view of the movie if I rewatch it now, thinking that it's supposed to be funny. And then that makes sense with the whole showdown thing, because that's supposed that's to be funny. It's not that he's right. supposed to be like telling us something serious. It's supposed to be funny. So I don't know. I don't know. But I like I that. I kind of want to rewatch it now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And and that's the thing is that um, uh, I, I, Luke, he is a friend of mine. He is on my Facebook. And it's funny when he when he posted his review, he said, I, I feel like this is the perfect movie for and he tagged me in it. And I was like, <laughs> I've got to read this article. And so, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty great because, yes, I love M. Night and I do love Batman v Superman. Um, and I, of course, that was one of my big puzzle pieces in talking about Glass, but I didn't sure. see it as a comedy. I saw it as M. Night needs to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I might see it different now. So brings me, though, to a movie I wanted to recommend that I watched the other night. It's on Prime Video. Um, it's one that I, I think you'll enjoy, Dave. I think uh, actually Gina, you should watch it with her. She'll enjoy it. It's called Braid. and it's a lot like an A2, A, I almost said A24 because that's what I say. I know you say A24. A24, I don't know which way it is. A24. Um, it's like uh, one of their movies in many ways. Um, and at the same time, because somebody asked me, I recommended it at work, and they said, well, what's it like? And I said, well, it's kind of like if A24 made a movie like glass because it's kind of like glass in that it deals with mental illness and it also deals with possible the supernatural and some weird stuff happens and it's uh three people basically in a house uh but uh i instantly am a big fan of the director i'd never heard of her before uh mitzi pelrone i i think um, mm -hmm. but, uh, I think this was her first, uh, feature film. Uh, it just, it's, it's a weird movie. I, I, I think there's a lot to like unpack with it and I haven't even really fully processed it, but it's a lot like, you know, movies like, uh, you know, mother and hereditary and the witch, just that there's lots going on and, it's like it's it, it's weird you out it creeps you out and then you're like what did i just watch so <laughs> very, well, sounds great yeah well, yeah yeah really very i definitely highly recommend it so and i had been wanting to tell you this and i was like we're gonna do a show so i'm just waiting telling them nice nice well right on man I, I i think that about does it do you want to uh plug anything uh of yours before we uh get going no no uh uh we 
still don't have any uh, announcements yet with like Wizard Fest. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we we are planning uh, to to do it again, but nothing yet uh, to okay. be announced. But hopefully soon. Um, oh, and I was just going to say real quick because I I wrote down uh, this note here about Shazam. Uh, if 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 you want to you know quickly describe this movie to somebody, you can say it is a kid friendly dark meta superhero Christmas movie. <laughs> I think that about does it right there. <laughs> hi there fancy octopus here and i have two questions for you uh the first one's not really a question it's because do you like to laugh i mean yeah who doesn't so really the first question is the second question which is do you like stories because if so you got to check out this podcast i'm doing from the bottom of the sea called buried gems it's where me and proper gent my co-host Go through the internet and try and find the buried gems of internet fan fiction and original fiction to try and find the next big Harry Potter. You gotta hear these stories because how else are you gonna know what the next big Harry Potter is? How do you know what's the next thing to throw all your money at? So come give us a listen. Find some new fiction. We're on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, buried gems. Uh, thanks. All right. So that does it for today's conversation on Shazam. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, I hope you're subscribed to Piecing It Together. And you know what? From the looks of it, you are. Because uh, this month, um, I'm trying my best to not look at our stats ever since we hit the 5,000 downloads uh, marker about a week ago. and uh, Which is an amazing, amazing uh, milestone for the show. And I, I do want to thank you all who have been listening for getting us there. Um, but I'm trying real hard to not look now. You know, it's kind of like that thing, like when you're on the scale and you don't want to look at the scale while you're trying to lose weight or whatever. Um, I'm trying to not look and see that number go up on the downloads. I want to just kind of let it go. But I, I kind of broke today and I looked and whoa, like we're having a really good month. And uh, yeah, I, I want to thank you all so much for listening. Um, I hope you are enjoying the show. As always, you can rate and review us on iTunes. You can also just get directly in touch with us. Tweet at us at PiecingPod or join the Facebook group, Piecing It Together, a movie discussion group. Or you can email me directly, bydavidrosen at gmail.com. That's my email address. The show has an email too, but I don't check it very often, so don't email that. Maybe one day I'll get professional and actually start using it, but I don't know. It's a lot of work. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'd love to hear from you guys. I'd love to hear what you're thinking of the show. And, uh, you know, we've got a whole bunch of episodes in the can that we're going to be posting soon and planning on recording a whole bunch of new episodes and some of these new movies that have been coming out. So we have plenty more piecing it together coming. So that does it for today. Uh, we'll be back next week. I think we dragged across concrete, but we'll see. We might be squeezing something in between now and then. Uh, but for now, let's leave you guys with a piece of music and here's something kind of superhero-ish. It's a track called Made of Stone from my album Head Like Fire. Enjoy this track, and we will be back next week with more Piecing It Together. Oh yeah, and before I forget, um, I told you on the last episode that I would let you know how that Sony Digital Cinema is at the new Galaxy Boulevard Mall, which is where I actually got to see Shazam. Thank you, Josh Bell, for the invite to the press opening. Um, but uh, yeah, I I gotta tell you how it was, and I gotta say, it looks pretty damn good um i you know most likely if you listen to the show that i'm a dolby guy i love dolby cinema i don't know that i liked it more than dolby cinema but 
it's up there. I mean, it looks really, really good. The contrast levels and uh, supposedly it's the first one in the entire world. So you might want to come to Vegas and see a movie sometime soon.
and all points west.